InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. It's very likely you have an unnatural substance inside your body. That's true for virtually all Americans. InfoTrack's Gina Tedesco spoke with an expert who has advice on reducing your exposure. Gina? Thanks, Chris. Certain plastic chemicals make our lives easier by making plastics more flexible and durable, but now come warnings that some chemicals found in plastic are inside almost all of us and bring health risks. Joining us now is James Rogers, Director and Acting Head of Product Safety Testing at Consumer Reports. Jim, you're now out with test results on 85 food products, almost literally from soup to nuts, to see what plastic-related chemicals called phthalates and bisphenols are in there. What did you find? As you mentioned, we tested 85 different food products, and we're going for two of the family of chemicals called plasticizers. The first family was phthalates, and the second family was bisphenols, including bisphenol A. When we tested all of these, we found a couple of different interesting things. Number one was that in regards to phthalates, all of the food, but one food item that we tested had phthalates, some at very high levels. There were also some products that were very low levels. In regards to the bisphenols, we found a little bit better news that when we tested the bisphenols this time, about 79% of the samples were positive and the levels were notably lower than when we tested in 2009 for bisphenols. And do we need a high level of exposure to these chemicals to face health risks? Well, naturally, higher is worse. So what we would say that if your listeners were concerned about these chemicals, that they would try to eat less, which means you would eat the types of foods and the food that has less of these chemicals. It's not very clear what the level of bisphenols that you need to actually give you high risk. So we say do not eat any of them or try to avoid them as much as possible. And what kinds of health problems can these chemicals potentially cause? These chemicals are considered endocrine disruptors. And what that means is that these chemicals will interfere with the production and the level of different hormones in the human body, hormones like estrogen. And so when you disrupt hormone production in your body, there are a number of things that can happen, including an increased risk of several health problems such as diabetes, obesity, cardiovascular disease, and certain cancers. And for people who are trying to get pregnant, you may see premature births, birth defects, infertility, and certain neurodevelopmental disorders with your children. And since this is a chronic problem, it's over time, it's not acute, and it may take even decades for you to actually see the effect of exposure to these chemicals. Now, are these chemicals more likely to slough off in certain types of plastic packaging, such as clear plastics versus dull, that sort of thing? Well, that wasn't what our testing was looking at. In fact, we saw that in our testing, there were no differences between the types of food packaging and finding these chemicals in the food. Just like there was no difference in the types of food, all of the food that we tested were equally possible to be positive for these chemicals. 
Because one of the questions I did have about that is whether certain items, such as acidic items, might they be more likely to pull these chemicals out of the plastic and into the food? Well, actually, we did not see that in our testing. The one thing that we have recommended in the past that maybe not acidity, but actually if you use plastic to heat your food up in microwave, because we do know that heat causes the plastic to release these chemicals quicker. So that's why we say do not microwave in plastic containers. And what about organic foods? Did your tests show them to be free from these chemicals? Well, that's what was really worrisome because one of the very popular foods with children, Annie's Organic Cheesy Ravioli, had the highest level of phthalates, and that's considered organic. And so there is no association with organic and finding less or none of these plasticizers in the food. We're visiting with James Rogers, director and acting head of product safety testing at Consumer Reports. This concerns chemicals from plastic making their way into our food. Now, these chemicals enter our food supply in the production process. So is there any way we can remove the chemicals once we get the food home? Well, actually, we initially thought that it was the food packaging that was the primary source of plasticizers that enter our food. But further research has shown that, as you mentioned, phthalates can get into the food from the processing equipment, the tubing, the conveyor belts, the gloves that the workers use. But also, it's been recently shown that these plasticizers can contaminate our food, our water, and soil. And then the plasticizers will get into our food, either drawn up through the plant, into the fruits and vegetables, or the cattle would drink the water and it would end up in our meats. But to answer your question, once they're in there, you cannot cook them away, you cannot boil them away. So really, once they're in there, they're in there. And you can't wash them off. I mean, it's not like they might be on the surface and you can wash them off, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. You can't wash them off either. And Jim, you advise us to be careful with how we use plastic storage containers in the home. Now, you already mentioned don't heat things up in plastic. What other things should we not do? If you can, we suggest you avoid plastic food storage containers as much as possible, like when you store your leftovers, etc. We recommend that you use glass containers. Also, steer clear of fast foods because in our findings, we found that fast foods had a high concentration of these chemicals. Limit high-fat foods because there's some association of plasticizers with high-fat foods. And then eat as fresh and minimally processed food as possible. When you cook in the kitchen, we're suggesting you use wood, stainless steel, or silicone kitchen tools when you cook. And then use water bottles made of glass or steel if you work out. Now, you mentioned before that there were different levels of chemicals in the foods that you were testing. What about the regulatory process? Is there enough being done by our government to protect us on this? Well, we believe there is not. In fact, in our article, we mentioned that we want the FDA to regulate these food contact surfaces in the plants that manufacture our food because we do not believe that they are keeping our food safe enough. So we want them to totally ban the use of plasticizers and anything that touches our food in production. 
We also want the food manufacturers themselves to examine their supply chain, examine their manufacturing chain, and see if there is any place where these chemicals are being introduced from the farm, the raw materials, all the way to the finished product. And if they discover that there's a problem with their manufacturing, that they work on eliminating that risk to our food. And so, no, we don't believe it's regulated well enough, and we're calling for more regulation by our regulatory agencies. Well, more to come on all of this, I'm sure. James Rogers of Consumer Reports, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. For InfoTrack, I'm Gina Tedesco. Next, making roads and highways safer for pedestrians. That story, coming up. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this. 